KFGO is proud to present the Veterans Hour, an hour dedicated to those serving a higher calling, the latest on veterans affairs and stories of conspicuous gallantry above and beyond the call of duty. And now, the host of the Veterans Hour, commander of the Tri-States Veterans, a Navy man, Dave Rice. for letting us veterans have this hour to talk about veterans affairs and events. And we're uh, very appreciative of uh, the hour long program we have today. And we're going to start off today's program by talking to uh, Rick Olick. We had him on in September, but uh, right now the uh, deadline is fast approaching, but there are a lot of opportunities for our area youth to participate in some uh, projects and and there's a chance to earn some money for their projects as well so we have uh, Rick Olick and they have programs available from kindergarten to high school and I've got Rick on the line right now and he's going to talk to us a little bit about what those things are Rick thank you for coming on today Hey, thank you, Dave, for having us. Uh, we're very appreciative to get this last-minute word out here about our Americanism pro- program and contest. So very good. Yeah. Yep. You nailed and it. La- last you nailed minute, it. Last minute. I mean, uh, yeah. The, the uh, veterans of foreign wars are the deadline's already passed, but uh, AMVETS are fast approaching. So. Okay, I'll yeah, I'll quit interrupting and let you talk about uh, some of the events or, that are coming up here for our nation's youth. All right, well, thank you again, Dave, for having us on or whatever else. And uh, yeah, our deadline for our Americanism is is Monday, so you only got two more days here. Whatever else you got, well, the rest of today and Sunday and Monday, basically, if anything is by mail, if it's postmarked by the fourteenth or if a school calls us and says, here, we've got entries ready for us to pick up, uh, we will get them or whatever else. But they got to let us know by, by the end of school day on Monday. Monday the 14th is our uh, uh, deadline. And uh, so uh, but we've got uh, Americanism, like you said earlier, we've got all the way from kindergarten through the 12th grade. So, again, our kindergarten first graders got a flag coloring contest. And uh, all the schools in the Fargo-Moorhead area have been 
sent out this information. So if any of the uh, teachers, uh, if they hear that today, check with your administration. You can still get that stuff done. It's pretty easy to have the kids color a flag and, and answer the question about how many stars and stripes and what that signif signif signifies on the, on the flag. So uh, that's a pretty easy one that they can still get done. And then our second grade through our fifth grade, they do posters. And this year, our theme is what does freedom look like? So the second, second grade through the fifth grade, they will do a poster on whatever comes to their mind on what does freedom look like. And uh, those students got a chance. First place gets wins $75, second wins $50, and third place wins $25. So it's always fun to see the great posters that those students put out. And then when we get to the higher grades, grades 6 through 12, we have them do an essay. And again, the theme is the same. What does freedom look like? Where they write uh, uh, what comes to their mind. Uh, they can do it on the computer and then print it. And as long as it's hard copy print or they can handwrite it, either way, we accept it all. And uh, they're the first place can win $100 second place $70, and third place $50. Now, that's at each grade level. So we're putting up a good chunk of money here, our local AMBET post number seven, to, to get our youth involved uh, in our programs and to, and to think about patriotism with this program. So, And that's, that's, what, it, that's what it's all about, yeah. right? Patriotism. You bet. You bet. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's good to, good to get in. We, we've been averaging. It's been down a little bit the last couple of years with the COVID situation. We understand that. And they can do it as individuals. So if there's grandpa and grandma out there listening here today or uh, any veteran or veteran spouse or anybody that's listening, if they know of a youth, uh, they can still get this done or whatever else and, and uh, go from there. If they have any questions, you know, they can give me a call. Get today, 701 three seven one three zero seven zero i'll explain how they can get the information and and get it done if they would like to or they can contact me by email and my email is r b y a n k s at yahoo.com so we've got lots of ways we can still get her done okay, and very good and the end result is getting our, our nation's youth involved in some patriotic activities such as the AMVETS. And th this is not just Fargo AMVETS, but it's nationwide, correct? Yep, that is correct. We've got we got different chapters throughout, the, different posts throughout the state doing it in a bunch of uh, other schools in our, in our rural areas besides our bigger cities. So it's nationwide in each state. And if the winners from our post, then they'll be sent on to the state level. And then if they win at the state level, they go on to the national winner level. So they can win a lot more money. We've had had a few. Uh, if you go all the way, you, you win uh, right around $750. So it's a pretty good little chunk of money that you can win by writing a, writing a, a good essay or, or doing a heck of a job on a poster. You know, so it's, very uh, it's a very good program. And and. I think uh, a lot of organizations uh, have these types of contests, and sometimes they don't even get enough entrance entries 
uh, and they go, the money goes unused. So want to encourage yep. encourage the students, parents, teachers, grandmas, grandpas, whatever, to get those kids involved in some of these patriotic events. Not only the money, but it's a good experience to participate in some of these activities. Yes, exactly, Dave. You hit it right on the head. That's, uh, you, know, you couldn't get it any, any clearer than that, that we want to, uh, you know, and I mean, the kids... You know, we, it's kind of interesting. We've had this program, like all the other organizations, we've had it going for a number of years, and, and we've even got uh, we've got members now that uh, participated in this Americanism program, and then after they graduated, they enlisted in the service, and they became an AMVAP member. <laughs> uh, so the program's been along, and, and they still remember that, winning this, because we make an award presentation, and, uh, you know, it just really fills their heart with that patriotic pride. I'll tell you, the other kids really, really are inspired by them, too, or what else, when they have a winner from their own class. It, it, it's great to see, and the smiles on their faces. It's pretty amazing. Uh, ab- absolutely. And we, you know, we, we are very fortunate here up in the upper Midwest, North Dakota and Minnesota, uh, upper Midwest. We live in a very patriotic and a very generous community, and we want to we want to try to stress these opportunities for our nation's youth, whether it be AMVETS, Legion, VFW, or whatever. Uh, get involved with these things and uh, participate. Yeah. And uh, there could be some financial yeah. words associated with it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, I consider every student that does it a winner, or whatever else. Yeah, you know, some get some get a little cash or whatever else on the side, but every student that that uh, draws a poster or something, uh, you know, you just, you think of the, some of the uh, projects that you've done in your life or anybody's done in their life. And when you do it, you're thinking about that. So every student that participates is really a winner or whatever else. And, uh, and Very that's, good. that's the rewarding part about the program. Very good. We're going to, we're going to go to a break here, but uh, Rick, please well, uh, give that contact information one more time before we go on break. All right. Uh, uh, for the Fargo Ambits Americanism Contest, you can either give me a call at 701-371-3070, and I'll get the information to you or tell you how to get it, or you can email me at r-b-y-a-n-k-s at yahoo.com. All right. And if you're uh, listening from California or New York, uh, go to amvest.org and, and you can get the same type of information because this is a nationwide program. Uh, Rick Olick, Fargo, North Dakota, Amvest, uh, thank you very much for coming online. We're going to go to a break yeah. and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some veterans' health insurance opportunities. That is the TRICARE, sometimes confusing but we hope to have an expert online here and uh, explain some of those options to us thanks again dave and uh, go army army navy football game december 10th go army <laughs> well go navy <laughs> <laughs> all right buddy have a good one thank you Uh, United States Air Force, and we have an Air Force personnel 
online right now. That is Ashlyn Wendell. She is uh, far, part of the Fargo Air National Guard, and she's an expert on the uh, TRICARE. Uh, a lot of questions about veterans of all branches uh, available for uh, the TRICARE insurance. And uh, sometimes there's a lot of confusion who is qualified, who is not qualified, and if you are qualified, what is available. So I asked Ashland to come on board to kind of try squell some of those questions and rumors and give us the complete facts. So, Ashland, thank you for coming on board. Thank you so much for having me. Very good. So, uh, Ashland, why don't you give us a, like a TRICARE 101 for us people that don't know much about TRICARE. What is it and who's uh, eligible and what is it involved? So TRICARE is a healthcare program from the U.S. Department of Defense um, and it's a military health system and it's for reserving guard members, active duty military and retired or medically retired from the military individuals as well as their eligible dependents. Um, so there's two different types of TRICARE that I'm really going to focus on today. There's TRICARE Select, um, which is for active duty retirees from the date of their retirement to the age of 65, or people who are from the Air National Guard or Reserve retirees can use TRICARE Select, and that would begin at the age of 60 until age 65. Does that answer a good amount of questions for that one? <laughs> I hope so. Um, I'm also going to go over TRICARE uh, for Life, which is for anyone who retired from the United States military, and it begins at age 65. Um, to be eligible for that, retirees would have to purchase Medicare Part B and enroll in Medicare Part A. Okay, so uh, now it's not just for former military, but you must be retired from the military? So for TRICARE Select and TRICARE for Life, you have to be retired from the military. Um, for TRICARE Reserve Select, you would have to be a National Guard member. And then there's also TRICARE Prime and TRICARE Prime Remote, and that's for active duty military. Okay. And is this similar to a, a Blue Cross Blue Shield or other private type insurance? It, it is a medical insurance type program, right? It is medical insurance, yes. Um, this one's special because it's mainly just meant for military members on a status or retired military members. I can't necessarily speak to private insurances because I'm not a point of contact for those offices. Um, but TRICARE, is, it's con considered very affordable, um, especially the TRICARE for Life. That's actually free at the age of 65. All people have to do is enroll in Medicare Part A and purchase Part B to be eligible for the TRICARE for Life. Okay. And we're, we're going to have uh, Nasser Breda uh, from the VA hospital talking about Medicare more specifically, but for TRICARE, what what is the what what's involved? Uh, how does it affect veterans Part A, Part B, or what, what whatever? If you're on TRICARE, what does that mean? So the only plan that you would need to purchase uh, Medicare for is Medicare Part A, um, or you would need to enroll in Medicare Part A and purchase Part B for TRICARE for Life. That's the health insurance that we get the most questions for, and it's mainly for it's only for retired military members from any military branch you just have to be retired and um medicare part b is 164 dollars a month but the pro is that tricare for life is completely free and it pays for all your doctor's appointments surgeries 
hospitalizations, those are considered free. Um, all you have to do to be eligible for it is stay enrolled in that Medicare Part B, which is, again, $164 a month. Okay. Well, if you would, please go over that one more time. What, uh, retirees, what are they eligible for and what is the cost? No problem. So retirees are eligible for TRICARE for Life, and that is considered completely free. It begins at the age of 65. Um, and to be eligible for it, they just have to be once again retired, and they would have to enroll in Medicare Part A, and then they would have to purchase Medicare Part B. And There's what? also TRICARE Select, which is also for retirees, but that is just age 60 to 65. And what are the fees? And maybe we'll call uh, cancel <laughs> cover this more in next interview. But what are the, what are the uh, expenses for? A and B requirements for TRICARE for A and B? So A, they would just have to enroll in it, and the premiums for B are $164 a month. For TRICARE Select, which is the insurance option that starts at age 60 and goes until 65, the family premium is $336 um, a year. Now, this can be paid in one big annual fee, or it can be paid as a monthly premium. The catastrophic cap for TRICARE Select is $3,706 a month. But for TRICARE for Life, you don't have to worry about a catastrophic cap or you don't have to worry about any premiums or deductibles because, once again, the insurance is free as long as you are enrolled in Medicare Part B. Okay. I'm, I'm involved with a lot of veterans organizations and a lot of veterans, and I'm proud to do that. But uh, some of them have questions asked me, and I said, I don't know. I'm going to get the expert online here uh, and answer those questions, but if you are eligible for medical care at the VA hospital and you also have TRICARE, TRICARE for life or whatever categories you have, uh, can you also use those benefits at the VA hospital and at a private hospital? So at a private hospital, you should be able to. TRICARE is very specific about in-network or out-of-network. So anytime you go to an out-of-network provider, you're always susceptible to at least a 25% charge. If you go to an in-network provider, those charges will reduce drastically um, to probably almost nothing as long as you're following TRICARE's rules. And, and how does the veteran go about doing that or, or requesting that? Ashlyn, are you still online? I am. Can you hear me okay? Yes. So my question was, if, if the VA uh, veteran is getting care at the VA hospital and has TRICARE, how do they navigate between the two? So uh, TRICARE is always a secondary insurance. They, TRICARE only ever wants to be your secondary. So if a person is seeking care with the VA, my understanding is the VA whatever benefits that they enrolled themselves in or are eligible for with the VA, um, TRICARE would just pick up whatever the VA doesn't cover or it isn't already covered with the VA. Okay. A, f a friend of mine said uh, they have TRICARE. They're, they're a retired veteran. They have TRICARE, but they're not allowed to use the VA because one government agency cannot pay another gov government agency. How, how does the TRICARE uh, private and TRICARE via hospital interact? 
So once again, um, hospitals usually work directly with TRICARE, and you're just susceptible to more point-of-service fees. But I do see a lot of VA or a lot of veterans um, that do use the VA and use TRICARE. One contradictory statement is that um, not all veterans are eligible for VA benefits. Um, you can get more benefits if you've ever gone on an overseas deployment, um, if you were in support of certain wartime operations. Um, whereas, you know, as a National Guardsman, if I just do my 20 years in the Air National Guard, I might not be eligible for a lot of VA benefits, but I not, might not be eligible to seek care at the VA. But as long as I complete my 20 years and retire with honorable discharge, then I would be able to use my TRICARE. Okay, so, well, you know, I want to really thank you for being on here today. And you are not the only one, but, I mean, you're an uh, Air National Guard, and there's probably other uh, personnel similar to you that can answer these types of questions as uh, far as Medicare and, and or not Medicare, Tri-State, uh, <laughs> TRICARE, and um, private insurance. But uh, So somebody out there has a question. Where, where do you think they should go to get good information? I, I always say don't get your information from the guy at the end of the bar. Go to an expert. Where are the experts? Where should people go if they have a TRICARE question? Well, so I am a TRICARE point of contact for the North Dakota Air National Guard, and members can contact me. My direct number is 701 451 2241 and we always try to help people the best we can. You they can also contact contact Tricare directly and their number is 18448669378. And currently um, I would always I'm I would sorry. always just recommend <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you. I would recommend calling and getting the fast straight um or actually Google if you Google Tricare um, the first option comes up is TRICARE.org, and that is an amazing resource as well for people who are more computer savvy. Um, but for the people who don't feel comfortable using that, then call our office or call TRICARE directly. Okay. And, and uh, sorry for the interruptions. Uh, so if a veteran out there has questions, there is a TRICARE open enrollment currently going on. And um, if they have questions, yeah, you just let us know where where to go for for that, right? Yes. Um, an open enrollment for TRICARE this year is 14 November through 13 December. If members choose to enroll or make changes to the coverage option that they're already enrolled in, the coverage would take place 1 January 2023. Very good. And one more time before we let you go, we get our new interview online. Uh, for any veteran that has questions about TRICARE, uh, where, where did they go? So they could once again contact me. I'm a TRICARE point of contact with the North Dakota Air National Guard. My number is 701-451-2241, or they could call TRICARE's number at 1-844-866-9378. Thank you, Ashlyn Wendell. Thank you very much for coming online. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate your time uh, and help for our veterans who have any questions about TRICARE. I, you know, I'm getting uh, pamphlets and stuff in, in the mail, uh, TRICARE enrollment and all that good stuff. And I, where do you go? Well, you just helped us identify where they should go for additional information. So we're going to, we're going to go to our break here. 
And when we come back online, we're going to talk more about Medicare open enrollment and how that uh, affects or works with uh, our veterans out there. So take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Nancy Bruda from the VA hospital. Veterans Hour, and that was the theme song from the United States Marine Corps. They just had a birthday. Thank you. American uh, uh, the birthday for the United States Marine Corps was on November 10th. So welcome and happy birthday to the United States Marine Corps. This section, we're talking to Nancy Breda. She is the medical uh, business manager for the Healthcare Administration Services at the Fargo VA Hospital. And we wanted to call, ask her some questions about the Medicare open enrollment and what effects that has on veterans, uh, maybe related to TRICARE or maybe not, but we're getting all kinds of pamphlets and emails and whatnot for Medicare open enrollment. And we want to give her some uh, an opportunity to tell us a little bit about some do's and don'ts for uh, veterans to uh, address those types of issues. Uh, Nancy, thank you for coming online. Nancy, are Get you a there? Lot of, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay, and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate this opportunity to talk to our veterans. We thank you. Yeah. Um, So, first of all, I would just, I would like to um, just thank the veterans, first of all, for their service and and um, welcome the opportunity for um, to tell them that um, I know this can be a confusing time for the veterans, and because the VA is is kind of different in how we bill um, the Medicare system, but um, Medicare Part A is your hospitalization, and Medicare Part B is your outpatient and ancillary services. Um, So Medicare Part B is really your supplemental insurance for your, your outpatient. So it's really important that you know that the supplement policy is the one that really you use the most. And I know that there's a lot of Medicare Advantage programs out there that are at cost savings to you where they combine those those, um, policies together and you can get additional, you know, services where they combine all the Medicare A, B, C, and D together. However, if you use the the VA, those Medicare Advantage policies aren't going to be a cost savings to you for us to bill those services to offset your co-pays. Now, they may save you money, but if you receive co-pays, you know, uh, for non-service-connected um, uh, services at the VA, we will not be able to bill those services because 
we cannot do what's called a pass-through to Medicare and bill a true supplemental policy that, uh, like, um, you see uh, uh, regular uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, I'm just using that as an example, or an Aetna policy or any other uh, true supplemental policy that stands alone by itself, we could actually do a billing directly to them. So I hope that makes sense. Medicare Advantage policies are policies that are uh, are combined, and they they actually they do not have Medicare A, B, C, and D separated out for us to do that type of billing. That's the difference between those bills or those companies. So I just I I just caution veterans when they when they're purchasing or when they're when they're looking at those type of plans that they really look into them and and ensure that they know what they're purchasing and what they're actually, you know, what their health care coverage looks like and what they what they are are looking at for their coverages. Okay, and that's exactly exactly why I wanted you to come online today from the VA hospital. Uh to help us veterans navigate those uh, opportunities, those uh, I, I get stuff in the mail all the time, emails and flyers and whatnot, and I, I mean, I'm kind of at a loss. I don't really know what to do. So, uh, folks like you who understand that can be at, uh, reached and get information. Correct? That's correct. You yeah. can reach me at the VA. Uh, and Monday through Friday or anyone in the business office, and we can look at your individual, you know, status because everybody is different. So, therefore, you know, we, we want you to make the best decision for your individual status. So, absolutely. Okay. And uh, does this affect a TRICARE at all? Does it make any difference, or is that just another type of insurance? That is just another type of insurance. Um, so your private insurance, um, we cannot bill Medicaid um, or your your TRICARE. There are some TRICARE plans that we can bill, but we'd like to take a look at those individually. So yeah, we'd like to, you know, I'd like to tell you that we'd like to look at, at every each at each veteran, you know, individually, because you know every veteran is different so absolutely okay so i i have a good friend that said that uh she's a veteran and with uh, tricare and she cannot use a va healthcare system because one government agency cannot bill another government agency it's probably more complicated than that but can you clarify that yeah i can because um <laughs> tricare actually wants a a pre-authorization. So probably before she could use the VA, TRICARE uh, asks, asks before you use the VA, you have pre-authorizations for those services where because we are two federal agencies, so she could actually use the VA. She just has to have pre-authorization for those services before she could, and therefore not, you know, getting those those large uh, co-pays because Tricare has those large co-pays for using the VA. So it would not work to her advantage to use the 
VA. However, we could get preauthorizations for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I hope that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, uh, to say the least, this is a little bit complicated. And uh, it is. Th- thank goodness there are folks like you and your staff, uh, other professionals that can help the veteran wade through these options and questions. But what my main focus today was to get somebody like you on the line to help our veterans make wise decisions uh, about these options. So uh, right. our veterans who are questions out there, uh, you've already done it, but I want you to give us another opportunity. What? Where do they go for more information and for help? Uh, phone numbers, okay. uh, websites, uh, Facebooks, or whatever. Okay. So they can call the business office at, at the VA. So you can call anytime at 701-239-3700 and just ask for the business office. Or I absolutely really would advise you to go to uh va.gov and then just go to um, insurance or go to uh, medicare.gov and medicare is going to give you a lot of information because it's going to uh, show you what uh, medicare absolutely will cover and it will show you the cost uh, benefits for um, medicare and what the cost benefits for the Medicare um, and the differences between the Medicare Advantage plans and just Medicare, straight Medicare A, B, C, D, and some C coverages. So your Medicare A, again, is hospital. Your Medicare B is your outpatient and your ancillary services. Your Medicare C is your supplementary, you know, uh, insurance or your supplemental um, inpatient coverage, your your meals, your hospitalization for inpatient um, services that you might need after hospitalization, and your it could be also vision and some dental coverage, and your Medicare D is your pharmacy. Okay, so va.gov, medicare.gov, and your phone number one more time, please. 701-239-3700. And this open enrollment uh, is going on for some time. What are the deadlines and what should our veterans out there do? It should be uh, the open enrollment ends December 7th. And you need to sign up by December 7th. And you can sign up right online at Medicare.gov. Okay, very good. And we just heard, right. and we just heard from National Window about Tricare and good information there also. So uh, for yeah. our veterans, I mean, this is the KFGO Veterans Hour. Our our main mission is to share information to our veterans and their families about uh, benefits, uh, events, and that type of thing. So uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on, uh, Nancy from the VA hospital and for uh, the TRICARE previous uh, interview. Uh, we want to make sure our veterans know what's available and we want to be 
uh, enhance or make sure they know what they're doing. So we want to thank you for your expertise, your information, and uh, uh, your willingness to help our veterans navigate this uh, health care process. You are so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back to our final session here and kind of review uh, some of the veterans' organizations' uh, opportunities for our nation's youth, uh, specifically the American Legion Oratorical Contest. song for the United States Navy, and I played that song specifically for a, a shipmate of mine, Wayne Wormonger. <laughs> He's uh, served in the United States Navy, and he is the current oratorical contest chairman for the Fargo American Legion, and uh, not only representing the Far America, Fargo American Legion, but American Legions across the nation. Uh, we have a program called the Oratorical Contest. And Wayne is coming online and uh, telling us a little and bit. And I am here. And there you go. Telling us a little <laughs> bit about that contest and how to get involved. Thank you for joining us, Wayne. Yep, my pleasure. And thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, the High School Oratorical Scholarship Program is the official title from the American Legion. But basically, uh, the simple thing is it's a speech contest about the U.S. Constitution. It is... Uh, <clears throat> available to all 9 through 12 grade students at public, private, tribal, home schools, uh, any other place that is a certified place of education in North Dakota. And uh, before we get too deep into the details, I just wanted to let your listeners know that all of the information about it can be found at ndlegion.org slash oratorical and that'll that'll tell you everything you wanted to know and more about the program um we're coming right up on it the uh district uh, the 10 districts in north dakota will be scheduling the first round of uh the constitutional speeches here very shortly um the first couple of days of um, december so any students that are interested in signing up will certainly uh recommend that you do that now very good <clears throat> and i asked wayne to come on he's our local fargo area uh american legion or kind of chair. I, I am the district chairman and that that covers the five county area but i mean we're not just talking about north dakota or district or fargo i mean moorhead every every uh area in the state or the nation has this oratorical contest and the rules yes. are the same and the uh, legion.org or like Wayne said, Andy legion.org is you can get a specific information for North Dakota, but uh, nationwide legion.org. You can find uh, your local American Legion chapter and all the rules and regulations. And like Wayne said, uh, our, our local district contest is going to be on December 3rd at the West Fargo yep. VFW. 
And one thing the students, uh, their ears perk up that if they make it to the national, the first place um, trophy is $25,000, and second place is 22500 and third place is uh, $20,000. And all of the students, by just getting to the nationals, which is held at the American Legion headquarters in Indianapolis, Indiana, will automatically get $2,000 each. So uh, there's some excellent scholarship money available for young people, and and I highly encourage them to uh, take advantage of that. Very good. And even even locally, uh, the district, I think we have a $300, $200, $100 for the third, yep. first, second, and third place. And that might vary by where you are around the United States, but uh, up, in, up, up to the contest that Wayne just described, uh, there are other opportunities to uh, win some scholarship monies as well. That's correct. And as in the official rules and so forth, it, it says that the scholarships are and may be used to attend any college or university in the United States. Very good. Okay, so what does this entail? Is it a three-minute speech or a 20-minute speech, or what's involved, Wayne? Uh, the speech can be no less than eight minutes long and cannot be any more than 10 minutes long. So that is the time frame in which the student would have to deliver their their speech. And um, a lot of them, you know, it's, they talk fast because it, it might be 10 minutes might sound like a long time, but uh, the time goes by when you're up on stage in front of judges and uh, and want to uh, do everything and say everything that you have on your mind. Very good. And in addition to that prepared speech, I want to. Oh, I also want to remind everybody that at the local or district level, uh, students are eligible to use notes. Uh, I mean, that yeah, ten minute speech is pretty. Uh, I mean, when I was a, <laughs> when I was in high school, I'd, I'd wet my pants if I had to speak for ten minutes in front of an audience. But uh, uh, students are welcome to use notes at the local or district level, but when they yeah. get to the uh, district or the uh, regional and national uh, state, the, uh, no notes are allowed. But to, right. to get that ten minute, eight to ten minute speech, uh, you can start off using notes, but when you're when you advance, uh, no notes are allowed. Now, in addition, right. in addition to that prepared speech on the Constitution of the United States of America. There's also an a, a impromptu or a shorter speech on uh, amendments, right? Yes. And each uh, the judges will assign one of four amendments to uh, this, for the student to comment on. And this year, they will have the, uh, not every year, but I mean, every year they will have an opportunity to know which amendments they are and prepare so that one of the four is given to them, they'll they'll know all about it. And this year it's going to be Amendment 6, 10, 14, and 16. And uh, so children, the, the students can prepare right now and uh, be on top of the game when, when it comes time to deliver their speech. Very good. So they prepare that 8 to 10 minute speech on anything about the Constitution of the United States of America. And then just kind right. of a heads up, you're going to be asked to speak three to five minutes on one of these four amendments. 
Yep, one of those four amendments, correct. Okay, and by good. the way, the national uh, round of a competition I mentioned is going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana, and that will be on April 21st through the 23rd of 2023. And our, our local, and this is only North Dakota 5 district, I don't know what Minnesota is, but uh, the local districts are coming up here pretty soon, and then the state contests are uh, in January sometime. Yep, it's uh, it's on uh, January 28th at 1 p.m. in Minot. Okay, on the North Dakota side. But again, uh, yep. these contests are nationwide, whether in Hawaii or Texas or whatever. Uh, the, rule, the rules are the same, and you can go to legion.org to find out those rules. And if you don't know, I mean, some people are out there say, hey, my, my kid or my student or whatever – uh, might be interested in this. Uh, you can you can also go to that those websites, and you can find your local uh, American Legion post, uh, and we re- we encourage that. Uh, lo- yep. re- register it through your local American Legion post. You don't have to go to Fargo or Mandan or whatever. Go go to your sure. local post and get involved. Uh, get registered for this contest. Absolutely. Yep, that's the best place to start. If you if you don't know where to start, just go to your American Legion post nearest you. Okay, very good. And uh, yes, sir. And we're American Legion, VFW, MBETS, DV, VVA, or whatever. I mean, these veterans organizations, uh, youth programs are important. We want to encourage uh, development of patriotic Americans, and the American Legion Oratorical Contest is one of those programs who uh, we really try to feature and encourage our nation's youth to uh, participate in. Yep. Very you got good. it. Very good. And I also appreciated you You played the best military theme song at the very end. <laughs> you know, Rick from somebody's the Army Somebody's going to beat me up for that. <laughs> okay. okay. We're, we're going to take our final break here pretty soon, but before we do, we want to close by thanking uh, the KFGO radio uh, station to uh, allowing us uh, veterans to have this hour. We, we ter- typically have one month, uh, or one Saturday afternoon a year to uh, conduct our KFGO Veterans Hour. So we want to thank KFGO for letting us do that. We're going to close by the playing of taps. I hear the sound of taps. I listen to the bugler play. And I feel a sudden chill. I wonder how many times the taps have meant amen. When a flag has draped the coffin of a brother or a friend, I think of all the mothers, fathers, husbands, and wives, and children with interrupted lives. I think about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea where unmarked graves in Arlington know freedom isn't free. 